Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 125, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Welcome back, happy Friday. This is where you can listen to some popular blogs covering health and fitness, read to you by me, but not on Fridays, because every Friday I do something else. I take your audio questions from oldpodcast.com, play them right here, and answer them for you. You may wonder, why should I bother sending my questions to this guy? He just reads blogs. What does he know about these topics? Well, let me tell you. After receiving my master's in public health with an emphasis in health education, I got my doctorate in public health with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified exercise physiologist, and a certified health education specialist. I'm an assistant professor and program lead for the Master of Science in Nutrition for Wellness at Bastyr University, California, and I also teach at two other colleges and have worked with lots and lots of patients one-on-one for weight management, type 2 diabetes, stress management, you name it. Now, if you want to be a part of this show and also have a great chance to win books from us, ask a question. You can call in any time. The number is 61-I-LOVE-OHD. OHD stands for Optimal Health Daily. Or you can send a voice message in at oldpodcast.com using your computer's microphone or even your cell phone. It's really easy and you can do as many takes as you like. And again, we're doing special raffles for people that submit a question. You'll have a really good chance of winning books and lots more. So again, just come by oldpodcast.com to send one in. Or call 61 I love OHD. Thank you so much for those of you that are sending in questions. Definitely keep them coming. So with that, let's hear today's question as we start optimizing your life. Hey Neil, Marina here. I've been hearing a lot about fasting these days. I have a few friends that are kind of in these fasting diets where they just basically deter their meals till about noon or so. So they essentially skip breakfast which to me, you know, sounds like blasphemy. I grew up hearing breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but they talk about how good they feel. Um, And so I was wondering, is there any benefit to fasting or is it probably just a placebo or what? Thanks. Love the podcast. Thank you for your question, Marina. Before I get to the skipping breakfast part, I must address something else you mentioned that is just as important and something that I alluded to earlier this week, the placebo effect. This effect as I mentioned before, is very real and far too often sways our ability to make objective decisions. A perfect example of this happened just the other day with my family, in fact. I don't remember how they got on this subject, but one of my in-laws blurted out that since they started taking this supplement called Airborne, 
they don't get sick anymore. Airborne is essentially a vitamin C supplement that used to be marketed to teachers with the claim that if you use this product, you won't get sick. Teachers were the targeted market because the product was created by a teacher, and let's face it, they're constantly around those little germ factories we call children. All right, back to the story. I kept my mouth shut and let them state their case as to why Airborne is so great. Another family member chimed in and said, oh yeah, I swear by it. Since I started taking it, I noticed the same thing. I hardly ever get sick now. It was at that moment my wife couldn't take it anymore and exclaimed, (coughs) placebo. (coughs) I could see my in-laws' faces becoming contorted as they struggled to find an argument to counter this outburst. Now, what my wife was trying to say is that we really don't know whether Airborne is causing their improved health or whether it's sheer coincidence. Maybe it's something else. You're getting more sleep. You're less stressed. You changed other aspects of your diet. You just haven't been around sick people lately. You've been washing your hands more often. You've been exposed to more sunlight. You've been exercising more consistently. Or maybe by simply believing this product will work for you, it does. This is the placebo effect. So as my in-laws struggled to find an argument, my wife turned to me and said, babe, will you please set them straight? I replied, oh no, I'm not getting involved in this. Surprisingly, my in-laws wanted my opinion. So all I said was, well, Airborne was sued because the company claimed it would help people fend off the common cold and the flu, but there weren't any studies to prove it. So they had to refund customers' purchases, which ended up being billions of dollars. My wife then sat back in her chair, folded her arms, and gave her family that look, the one that says, what else you got? There was no response. I could tell from their faces that they seemed a bit heartbroken, so I broke the silence by saying, look, if it's not doing you any harm, which it probably isn't, then it's fine you keep using it. This seemed to bring them some relief. And that brings me back to the heart of your question, Marina. While your friends claim that skipping breakfast makes them feel better, This is very subjective and could be, in fact, a placebo effect. But I need to figure out whether skipping breakfast would do more harm than good. Based on a number of studies, here's what we know. Eating breakfast couldn't hurt, but skipping it likely does more harm than good. It's possible that skipping breakfast may increase one's risk for coronary artery disease, basically a heart attack. According to a meta-analysis, which is basically where researchers look at a bunch of studies on the same topic, like skipping breakfast, and find the common ground, they found skipping meals may lead to weight gain, which may increase a person's risk for becoming overweight, increase their blood cholesterol levels and triglyceride levels, increase their blood pressure, and increase an individual's risk for developing type 2 diabetes. Another meta-analysis looked at 16 studies and found all these studies showed an increase in BMI in those that skipped breakfast. Now, breakfast is often recommended as part of a healthy eating pattern because we're finding that many commonly consumed breakfast foods provide some important nutrients. Eating breakfast may also improve one's ability to think more clearly and may improve academic performance. But I must mention that the quality of one's breakfast is important. A person can't expect to eat those sugary breakfast cereals and expect to have a lower risk for obesity, heart disease, and type 2 diabetes. What we're learning is a breakfast that incorporates some lean protein, think eggs, think yogurt, cottage cheese, and a whole grain, like oatmeal, whole grain breads, whole grain cereals, these are best for optimal performance and lower disease risk. Throw in a serving of whole fruit and you've got a perfect start to your day. Now, if you're not a breakfast eater, that's okay. For a long time, I wasn't either. 
But even if you start with something small, two bites of an apple or orange, or one piece of toast, or one spoonful of yogurt, whatever, it will help. Then over time, you can slowly incorporate a little bit more, and before you know it, you'll be eating a balanced breakfast. This is honestly how I did it. And since we were focusing on New Year's resolutions, if you want to consume breakfast and you don't currently, maybe this could be a resolution for you. Just be sure to write it down. So based on all of these data, maybe mom was right after all. Breakfast may be the most important meal of the day. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you for the question, Marina. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be on this show and have a really good chance to win free books, come by oldpodcast.com to submit your question. Or call 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. There's a good chance it'll be played and answered right here on the podcast, and you'll be entered into those drawings to win books every month. That wraps up 125 episodes of Optimal Health Daily. I can't believe it. Thank you all for the support so far, and thank you for sending in your questions. Thank you for sharing this show with a friend. Definitely keep those questions coming, and we'll be back on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.